0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com.
1: <clears throat> Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today with episode 150 of the Ham Radio podcast.
2: And it's me, Carrick, with ACG. Uh, my name is Jaden,
3: and uh, I do Twitch live streaming on uh, Cheesy Crust with a K. And uh, my Twitter handle is Cheesy Crust, too. Uh, that's all I really have to say about that.
1: Awesome, man. So we'll have that linked in the description down below. Jaden is also a patron, so thank you so much for supporting the show and sticking around for a we're... while. I mean, we were just talking about beforehand the <laughs> uh, the live podcast we did one time when it was me, Noah, and Loan and uh, how much of a shit show that was. Yeah. You, you've been around yeah. for a while, so thank you so much. Really do appreciate that. Yeah. And um, if you guys want to join the show, become a patron. That'll be linked down below. You just donate a dollar once a month, you skip out on that coffee, you're good to go, and you have a chance to join one of the best podcasts around. On top of that, there's also mobile links for iTunes, Google Play, so that you can listen on the go. Uh, Also, a dollar a month on Patreon gets you a SoundCloud link, which is much more consistent than those iTunes and Google Play links that I have always provided for you. But anyway, now let's move on to video games. It was kind of a quiet week, but it picked up late. We're gonna start off with God of War. It went gold. Development's complete, so whatever is in that final package, that's it. We know it's about twenty-five to thirty-five hours long, which kind of caught me off guard. But Jaden, I want to hear your thoughts on God of War. Are You looking forward to this game? Um,
3: I the last I didn't have a PlayStation Three or a PlayStation Four. I had a PlayStation Two, and I played God of War a few times. I haven't actually beat it, mm-hmm. but uh, um, it looks interesting. I uh, it's actually like I almost want to get a PlayStation 4 just for God of War. It actually looks really good. And uh, it, um, the fact that it's gone gold, nice. Uh, you know, no delays. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I, yeah, it makes me interested in getting a PS4 for sure.
1: So you don't own the PS4. Okay. Um, no. I you... only have an Xbox and a PC. Okay. I was going to ask if you were just PC. All right. So... Have there been any other exclusives that have caught your eye coming up for PlayStation 4 that make you maybe uh, want to make the jump after seeing God of War and now maybe something else like Spider-Man?
3: Uh, Spider-Man for sure. Uh, I've always been a big Spider-Man fan. Uh, Good man. Uh, <laughs>
1: um,
3: yeah, uh, I really was interested in until Dawn, but I really I just watched the Let's Play for that since it was just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, story, basically. Um other than that not really but uh i've you know i thought about it for sure since awesome. a lot of my friends are also on playstation 4
1: yeah it seems to be the place to go <clears throat> Carrick, what about you god of wars gold you hyped to review this bad boy
2: uh, i'm probably old school in the fact that the camera switch is confused not confusing me but like it's a little it's a little odd looking yeah we so about that's that a while ago, y- I think. yeah yeah i think when it first got announced we were like man that's yeah. that's different so yeah. it It'll be interesting to see what they do. I was not a big fan of all the gamified stuff in the Leap video. They showed like people with life bars and all this crazy stuff, and I was like, "All right, that'll be turned off. Hopefully, you'll be able to turn it off in the hood." I mean, I'm really excited about it. I like the idea of going to a different mythology. Like, that's awesome. Like, we're just you know, they're just like, "Hey, fuck it, we're we're just switching." And I think that that's actually cool because I think you can't get any bigger than like. The, the other games where he's climbing Titans. and all, You know what I mean? True At some that. point you're just like, how do you go? It's like a Michael Bay film is your first film. It's like, what are you fucking going to do after that? Because <laughs> it's, it's like you spent all your budget, you'll never be able to get another film. So the idea of them choosing a different mythology, choosing a different camera system is, it, it could be a fall, uh, Fallout 3 situation where it's fucking turns out amazing. Mm. You switch the camera and all that stuff. Or, or it could end up alienating a lot of people, um, or those designers don't have the chops. So I am super interested in reviewing it. I will not lie and say I'm really interested, like in it as a game.
1: Yeah, I've been reading a lot about this mythology Switch. Um, so the first one that was, I'm assuming it was set in Greek, right? Greek mythology. Okay. Yeah. I know nothing about Norse mythology. Does anyone know anything about that? Where I can Odin, be Thor. That's like it. Ah, because yeah, of the Marvel. Okay. Everything. Alright, so... See, the reason that excites me is if it ends up like the older God of War games were... He's just massacring them. I mean, that was, I thought, the the most fun of the original God of War games. Especially, I loved God of War 3. I loved that game so yeah. much. And, uh, just like the rampage Kratos goes on. So, I have... You know, because I am personally... I'm just interested. I wouldn't say I'm excited. But I've been keeping my eye on this game as it's developed. Because I will say that, uh... You know, at first I was like, it eh, kinda of reminds me of a way in a way of um what was the game? Four Honor, I think it was, by Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. For I mean, sure. We yeah. said how like the combat and the camera it was just The camera. Very mm-hmm. reminiscent of that game where I where I know it's not intentional, but it was kinda of turning me off and then as you say, Carrick, they kinda of gamified some things like health bars, progression systems that were very RPG like. It kinda Yeah didn't feel God of War to me, like the one that I knew and loved. And so I'm willing to embrace this change if it's good. But uh, it's definitely, it has a lot of question marks for me. So I've been kind of on a media blackout for it because I like mm. to, I don't know if it's ego, but I like to discover it and understand it for myself and not go to outside sources yeah. for that type of stuff. I'm like, I'm going to play it and get it on my own.
3: I guess maybe that's why I'm more interested in it because I haven't actually played the other ones to like,
1: okay.
3: like uh, you know, know it and mm-hmm. like feel what where is supposed to be like, I guess.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that would make a huge difference, because, Carrick, I don't know. Are you like a bigger fan of the the older trilogy? You
2: know, I'm. I, I definitely played them multiple times, but they're not. They're not those type of games that I would say. Oh, these are the best games ever. They were really fun to sit down with friends and play, mm-hmm. and and just go through. And like you said, three or you know, you, it's one of your favorites. It's it's so over the top and so crazy. I love that kind of stuff. I like any yeah. kind of game that is just like. To reality like that where they're just like fuck you we're gonna i'm gonna blow everything up and i'm all right well that's cool as long as you do it well and they did a good job so for the for that reason i'm definitely um i'm definitely a fan of that kind of gameplay but for some reason even though i always have a joke and i have a picture of kratos that i sometimes hang up the the fact is is that like i'm not a huge fan of one-dimensional characters and they mm. did say that this game, they're going to try to break that. And that actually excites me more, almost, than anything. Because, for example, I like John from Halo, but he only says, like, one word. Mm. And I, I like his Words ideas, on. but only from... Yeah, or, <laughs> or like, um, call me when you need... or wake me when you need me. Well, yeah. that's... Sh- if you read the books, there's some cool stuff there. Really cool stuff. But if you don't read the books, you would never pick up on that. So I'm hoping that this is, like, we're going to flesh this guy out and, and make you sort of understand... You know, at least some elements of him, and it sounds like that's where they're going, which is why I'm excited for.
1: Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that because I remember reading just the the tagline, the subtitle for an interview. I didn't have a chance to read the full thing, but they were saying that they wanted to make this the most personal, like Sony Santa Monica, I believe they're developers of this, that they wanted to make it the most personal game that they've ever made. You know, in the terms yeah. of emotion, so that you caught me son. off guard a little bit yeah with the sun it, it's it's very different it's a bold move i think for the series um yeah. i'm curious to see where it goes but i can't say i'm moving into it confidently like for me what sticks with me the most is the game length. you know i look at 25 to 35 hours it's not an open world game like horizon zero dome which took me just about as many hours to complete so i think of how much padding will there be how much like you know is it going to be like a a Mafia 3, like the first ten hours are rip roaring and then it slows down as the game opens up. Is it gonna be like Darksiders two, Tomb Raider, that type of progression? That's where I struggle to find out how this game's gonna go. Right. I feel like the story's gonna be good, but if the pacing's really bad, then it can just disrupt the whole experience. That's yeah. that's where I kinda of sit on with this game and why my I'm not at excitement, I'm more at interest, personally. Do you guys share I- that sentiment with the game length? Go ahead, Jen. I wasn't going to say anything.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, I will say that, yeah, I actually uh, agree, because one of the things they showed was that one specific section where like he was throwing axes and, and all that stuff, and it looked cool, but I, was, I remember thinking that all the parts they showed when he walked around, when he fought the mini-boss, when he did all that, the way it looked, and please, no one get pissy, because I'm sure people are going to not like this comparison, but the location reminded me of Neverwinter, the last Neverwinter that came out. Um, okay. uh, or by, I'm sorry, Dragon Age. um, Inquisition. Oh,
1: all right. Oh, yeah. It
2: looked like just this area that was flat with things sticking out of it. Hmm. And I remember going, oh man, I, I'm not quite sure. And I think that the camera view allowed for a different adjustment to the, you know, the topography, the way the game was put together. When you switch that third-person camera over-the-shoulder boulder-holder kind of fucking view, you're never 100% sure if it's going to be You know, like a like a Quantum Breaker and Alan Wake. Alan Wake, both of those sort of went the same, but Alan Wake always felt a little clunky. Quantum Break, I didn't love, but it felt a little slicker in its movement. And um, I'm a little nervous that like you're going to get in there, and the FOV is tight as fuck. If that's the if that's the final FOV, that FOV is like sixty. I mean, it is tight. It's so tight that when he breathes, the camera moves, which means it's either one for one or it might even be two-for-one when it comes to movement, which is also, it's going to be very interesting to see, like, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, you and I both played that. In Horizon Zero Dawn, a lot of times an enemy would leap past you, and you would spend half your game turning. And I'm a little, I'm trying to figure out how how they're going to handle that, and they haven't shown enough to, you know, for us to identify it. But those are, like, parts where if they do handle it really well, then it's probably going to be off to the races and you know, that game will probably do insanely well, which is one of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We're all open for that. I I also think of the gameplay we saw, I think they said it was from the first three hours, and we saw an axe, a shield, uh, and something else that I can't remember right now. And I know one thing with God of War has always been, you know, they they give you tons of tools, tons of combos as you level up those weapons, at least in the the traditional trilogy, we'll call it. Um, That's how it worked. It's like... You know, with with that, it worked because the games were a little bit shorter, but you were constantly getting something new to play with. Then you carry it into a new game plus you level up all those combos. It was it was a lot of fun. With this one, it's like because the game's longer, it's going to take longer to get to that point to maybe get a reward like a Hades claw. Even though I I don't think that fits into the Norse mythology, Uh, but you know, I'm just saying hypothetically. And because of that, I, I do also wonder if it'll have that same reward in the terms of. Um, the new tools you get because obviously the the progression system, like we saw them crafting new armor for Kratos and stuff. but like I said, that, that I think there's a difference because there was a sense of identity already with this series on how they progressed uh, the player through the game and how they rewarded them and they're also drastically changing that. So I'm really curious to see someone who's a, a big god of War fan. Uh, not like us, but we're like, yeah, you know, they're fun, or, you know, in right. Caden's case, you know, he hasn't really played them that much. Yeah. Um, I want to see, like, a big God of War fan dive into this, and, and, you know, like, the full game when it comes out, I mean, and, and what they think about it, because I think there are going to be some drastic changes that may not come to light until we're really sitting down playing it. I yeah. mean, I have a lot of confidence it can be a good game, it's just there's, like I said, once again, a lot of question marks surrounding it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... More exciting news, though. Red Faction Gorilla is getting a remaster. THQ is on a roll with these remasters. They did this with Darksiders um, 1 and 2. I don't think they've done it with anything else, but they're bringing back the Red Faction series. The the best one, in my opinion, because there was Armageddon, which was like a corridor shooter. Uh, very much a scaled-down version of Gorilla. But Gorilla is an open-world game. It was set on Mars. It had... The best destruction in a video game I've ever played, and has has anyone here ever played it?
3: I played it on a friend's uh, uh, Xbox before, okay. and I don't know why I never owned it. I really don't because mm-hmm. I love destruction that type of that type of stuff, um, like exactly what it was all about. Um, but this remaster is a chance for me to get into it and, uh, yeah, you definitely. know,
1: actually play it. You know what about you, Carrick. You play this one.
3: I
2: I, I just want to say it's the best name ever. If you guys see what they're calling it, it is Mar- Mars Re- Mar- 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 Re- Re- Mars 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 Turd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. the stupidest idea ever. I just really like want War
1: Mastered and Definitive.
2: Oh, oh, <laughs> Definitive. Holy shit! I forgot about that. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, my audio is going away. But yeah, it's uh, for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the first one, so or the the original. So, my hope is that this one will, will be done well. It really does depend, also, on will the tech be upgraded so that like the destruction um, that Jaden talked about, which was the linchpin of the game, will that look like today's destruction or a decade ago's destruction? Because if it looks like a decade ago, we're fucked. Like that's gonna that will not look very.
1: I was watching some gameplay because uh, it got re released on or not re-released, I think it got its PC edition just like four or five years ago and the game came out in 09. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it's recent, but it's more recent. And that destruction still looked great to this day. I mean, like, you'd see just a beam supporting, you know, on a hill. Let's say that this building was built on a hill, so it was coming out, and you knock out the two beams that were built into the hill. You'll just see the building itself start to tip over down the hill and just collapse into pieces. Like, it had yeah. this very natural destruction that, I love very that. Stuff. It, it still looks so good. When I was looking at this gameplay, I was very impressed. Um, and, and it got me really excited for the game. Again, my only concern is the the repetitiveness. I know back then I had a much, much higher tolerance to that type of stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and now, as you get
2: older, you're just like, fuck this man. I don't yeah. want to spend another hour, you know, like hacking phones in mafia three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> forgot about that shit. Yeah. But, um, I know, This version comes with updated effects, so um, that's one thing I'm very curious about to see the particle effects when when there's a big explosion. Uh, Perhaps it'll have a lot more oomph because of the tech because, Karika, you were just touching on that. Uh, It's going to be supported for the PS Pro and Xbox One, so that means it's going to be 4K. Um, I imagine 60 FPS, which is also excellent. Um, But they haven't given much details. No release date, no price. Um, I'm not sure how much the war mastered or definitive editions were when they launched Carrick. i know you reviewed Dark
2: 29 Spiders. or 19 i guess they, they but they were in that 19 to 29 range okay. they, they weren't full 40 and they they weren't um super cheap
1: okay so my next question is we're looking at thq kind of put themselves back together you know they bought the saints or oip They remastered some of the Darksiders games. They're releasing a Darksiders 3. Uh, I'd imagine, you know, who knows? That game we haven't heard mum from ever since its initial reveal with the alpha. Um, I imagine it'll just get another big re-reveal when it's ready, if it gets that far. But now we're also seeing Red Faction it's getting remastered. Do you think they're testing the market for this? And do you think they're going to take that Saints Row IP, maybe remaster some older games for that, like 1 and 2, and throw them together in a little package... And start kind of gauging the market on where they should go with all these IP in the future. Go ahead, Jay. Um, I, I yeah, I think
3: they're testing the market for sure. Uh, I love Saints Row the series. Uh, I love everything about it, even the like the big switch to crazy aliens and crap. I love the way they went with that series. And um, I, I yeah, if they remaster that, that's going to be. Amazing, because uh, I'm going to be really happy about that. But yeah, I do agree that they are testing the market for that, and uh, I, I can see a Saints Row remaster coming, or you know, any Let's other.
1: hope so. I liked the first two personally. Uh, after that, like I didn't play three, and then four, I really liked. Yeah, but a lot of people um, said three was a lot like four. Yeah,
2: yeah, they were they were overlapped a bit. Um, so, the, I guess the question then is also like, so they're they're remastering these and stuff. I don't. They might be testing the waters, but, I mean, I'm just wondering how much they'll test it. Like, it, it, before they do, I mean, testing the waters usually indicates you're testing it to make something in the future. Like, my hope is we don't get a ton of tests, because if we do, it's just going to yeah. be remaster, remaster, remaster. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you look at Far Cry Classic Edition 3 that's coming out in a couple days or whatever, yeah. they've done side-by-sides. There is almost no difference. Or if you look at Batman Origin City, those remasters, they were worse they look yeah. legitimately worse as remasters. So, to me, what I want to know is if they are testing the waters. How how much testing is required of the consumer before the company just fucking does it? Mm-hmm. Like, that's one yeah. thing that worries me a little bit. Like, are we going to be tested to the point to where we're all, yeah, and we're all just burned out on remaster, remaster, remaster of these games? We know are good, but I'm not one hundred percent sure. We don't want a sequel to sequel. Yeah, that's
1: a good point. I mean. Yeah, because it, it's it's a safe, cost-effective option when you think about it. I mean, they're trying to build up the company again. They don't want to fully invest in something, maybe. And so yeah. because of that, they're making remasters because that's a it's always been a cheap way to, to make some money, I think. Aren't they behind uh, – aren't they publishing – I think it's called Biomutant.
2: Oh, are they oh, – Oh, I don't know. If they're if they're behind Biomutant, they've got something that looks good on their hands. That's I for sure. A little bit. I think.
1: I'm, I'm not 100% Dude, sure.
2: Biomutant looks... Yeah, THQ... Uh, well, it's THQ Nordic.
1: Yeah, that's the same company that's doing yeah. Remar, oh, State. yeah.
2: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, Biomutant looks... I mean, it, it, it looked Alpha, of course, but some of the stuff that they showed looks really, really you know,
1: good for an Alpha. Mm. Yeah, it's... I, I just... With with this game, I hope it doesn't end up being like a a Batman remaster where where they end up screwing it up because this is one of the few remasters I was hoping for. Uh, you know, I'll admit though it wasn't the one I was like that I knew I wanted until they did it. I was like, yes, thank God they're bringing this back because you know it's, yeah. it's such a cool idea and with the tech nowadays they could make a really cool red faction game. But right. um, that that's how I felt when it was announced. I was like, wow, I didn't know I want this so bad until I saw it. <laughs> Damn, bro! I can't wait. When do you guys think it's gonna get released? You know, it's it's remastered. It just got announced. It was it was outed, um, as in like there were reports. I think it was in January. I looked it up, and so now we have we're in the end of March. It's announced, so we're saying like May, June. You think this is out?
3: Yeah, hmm. maybe later. I, I don't, but probably around that time,
2: like I July, mean maybe. Yeah, because if it's not, let's say it's not, let's say it's July, that's fine. But if it's anything after, you're going up at some point against Red Dead, which you might as well just be dead. Yeah, like, would you really want to go against Red Dead? Does anybody? I mean, entire companies are shifting their, and and it makes sense. They release a game every six years, so you would shift. Um, I would hope that those guys look at it and don't do the thing we saw Microsoft do. We've seen other companies do and say, we're still going to release in our time frame. You know, sort of egotistically. And it's like, well, you're going to do shitty. Because, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, it's Red Dead. Like, yeah. that's... Yeah. It's all anybody's going to be talking about. So July and prior would be great. That would be... But I don't know. It seems like it might be farther out than that. I could be wrong. I don't know.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd think... With... Uh, there was a game that's coming out soon that was just recently announced and it's not coming to my mind right now, but... That's kind of what I expected with this, and when they were like, yeah, we don't have a release date or anything, just it's, it's coming. That's it. Uh, no <laughs> gameplay, no pictures as far as I'm aware. That's what kind of caught me off guard, and I was like, this might be a good three or four months off, but if it's any later, that's they're, they're playing with fire. Yeah. They're playing with some serious fire. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully THQ makes a smart choice and keeps the company on track. And now we'll talk about Sea of Thieves, one of the first Microsoft first-party games to release in quite a long while. And there's some good news accompanied with this, and I think this is Microsoft reassuring investors, personally, but it is the fastest-selling first-party new IP. It has 2 million sales, and is also the best-selling Microsoft game on Windows 10. Mind you, these numbers currently do not include the Xbox Game Pass, where you can pay $10 a month, and have access to all of these Microsoft games, uh, also including their first-party titles. So I think this also might be a show of Microsoft to say, like, hey, uh, you know, these this Game Pass doesn't impact our sales in the terms of people who just go out and spend $60 on this new idea, which I think is actually pretty remarkable in its own right, especially with its launch struggles. Like, does anyone have an idea yeah. how this happened? I don't know how else to word it. Um, Like, the... This the success, so, you know, it launches yeah. there's issues and it ends up being, you know, the best the fastest selling first party new IP. And it has two million sales within like a week. That's that's pretty damn good.
3: I just know that the beta was really popular. That was okay. like um you know, I yeah, that's like I don't know. I really don't like uh, it just it didn't really appeal to me my, mm. like personally until, you know, like I saw it. Bit of gameplay, and I'm still kind of nervous going into it. See if I'd like be able okay. to get a bunch of hours out of it. Because I've heard it's like I've heard from a lot of people that it's like uh, you can only like it's No Man's Sky, and but it's because there's nothing to do after like two, three hours. Oh. It's like there's a lot of stuff, but um, you know, this isn't much to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like it's it's successful in sales, but I just. I'm nervous about the game itself because I'm about to play it tomorrow with you guys
1: in yes, the sir. game session. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least, hopefully, it'll be fun. I mean, yeah. did you spend 60 bucks on it?
3: I'm gonna buy the game pass for sure first. That's if I man.
1: I did the same exact yeah. thing. I was like, I don't feel comfortable dropping 60 on this. I was like, guys, if you're joining the Patreon game session, please do the game pass and just go through there. Yeah. For me, I hit, a, I hit a huge Windows Store error, and um, I was talking about this. Uh, in, I this saw part. that. Yeah, dude. I'm downloading yeah. this game, and, and I'm about to walk to go take a shower, and I see like it's installed. And, and thank God I turned around and looked, because it was just like, error, it didn't install. And I go, what the fuck? Like, okay, let me just redo it, and I'll sit here and wait, because it was a 20 gig download. And, and I'll give the Windows Store credit. I mean, its download speeds are tremendous. Uh, I yeah, think that's just yeah. Microsoft in general, though because the Xbox download speeds have always been good for me. Anyway, off track. Um, yeah. Redownload it. It doesn't work again. So I start looking up, like, all these different fixes that are on the No Man... Or No Man's Sky. Wow. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> no Man's Sea. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> whoa! Sea of Thieves. Uh, Yo, yeah, I saw... Actually, <laughs> that reminds me. I saw someone post a tweet online, and they were like, imagine if uh, Sea of Thieves is actually a planet in No Man's Sky.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus. That'd be awesome. Right. No Man's
1: Sea. Uh, but... Anyway, so I, I look up the Sea of forum, and there's like 10 different fixes from the developers on how to do this. And I'm trying all these. They're like, reset your computer. Didn't work. One of them was go inside like your actual control panel. I had to type in like a program command. That didn't work. Then I had to give the Windows Store a command. I had to go into my task manager, my services. That didn't work. I like, tried four different things, and then it finally worked when I went into like my, my Windows PowerShell and put in a, a different command. And that yeah. all of a sudden I just went, Sea is now installed. Started it up, worked just fine. Uh, and that was initial couple of minutes with Sea of Thieves. I'm talking like one-minute impressions, folks. I've never done this before. My one-minute impressions <laughs> of Sea of Thieves. I was so confused. Like, they start off with a cutscene, and then you don't have a main menu, which, yeah, we've seen that in a lot of games. I, I was thinking to myself, all right, I just want to start this up, make sure it actually works so that I can play yeah. with the patrons, and then I'm shutting it off. But it actually wouldn't let me escape to my desktop. And I'm like, okay, I'll just make my character. So I, you know, I, I select my character, thinking I could customize him. And it's all just like preset that you randomly generate. You can't actually yeah. like select a pirate as a template and then change him from there. I guess it's part of the game. You unlock clothes and cosmetics there. Yeah. That was a little jarring. And then it loads me in. And I'm thinking like, all right, it's going to put me at a main menu, tell me how to make my party. They're like, pick your ship. I pick my ship, they invite they tell me to invite a crew, and I don't have a fucking crew, so I just hit, like, set sail, thinking, alright, now maybe I'll be able to exit out of this game. <laughs> and from there, it starts me up in, like, a crew of three other people, and I hear them all talking on the headset, I'm like, see you later, and I left right away. <laughs> was, Rip. That was it from there. I, I bailed on a crew within my first minute of playing. Uh, I did they sub people in, or did I just completely leave them out to dry?
2: Uh, they they don't sub people in right away there's yes. a but your your uh, experience was literally my i mean word for word your experience was my first experience with the game too <laughs> right, like that's I'm, exact <laughs> i didn't hit say hit sail right i picked it's like do you want a small ship or a big ship and i'm like, bitches big ship man we're <laughs> we we do not roll with no sloop here so i get the big <laughs> ship and it's like do you want a crew or invite or set sail? And I'm like, well, I, I don't have anybody to invite because I was in the review period. Mm. And I fucking hit that thing, and I show up, and the same exact thing happened. People were talking, and I was like, we're out, bitch. Yeah. And I closed I was like, <laughs> that's not the way I want to start this game. <laughs> because yeah. you don't know who you're going to get. And I think if you do start with a random crew, really it could be so much worse. It, mm. it, it, like, randoms even for somebody who's played it for a while. But what's interesting with Sea of Thieves is... Um, it's not that there's nothing, first of all, like, No Man's Sky, long story short, they lied. There were times where they actually lied. They said yeah. something was in the game, and it wasn't. Yeah, that's See Th- Sea of Thieves uh-huh. is different. They're like, there's nothing in the game. And you're all, nah, can't be, nah, there's got to be something. They're like, no, 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 there's literally nothing in here. You do that. And, you're, and everybody was like, no. <laughs> yeah. And that's, they're, so, so I give them total credit for, they did, they, they made it pretty clear what it was available. It's not that you can't do anything later. It's that it just basically goes one skeleton when you're low knows. level, then two, the same thing, then three skeletons, then one, you know, treasure chest or two treasure chests or three treasure. It doesn't really add complexity at all.
3: Is that, Is that, yeah, that's exactly it? the same word that I heard somebody else.
2: Yeah, use. and so when I was talking to friends, the thing that came up with us was this: if you have not had a PS, uh, PS. Uh, home, was that what that was called? The VR, where you could go into the your ha- homes when PS3 was out, wasn't it? Oh, man, i never
1: used that thing. I've seen it, though.
2: So if you haven't had an experience like that, if you haven't had an experience with VR chat, which I guarantee will you, you'd know if you did, because that's some crazy shit, but if you haven't had any experiences with chat and that kind of stuff, Sea of Thieves at the starting can be fucking phenomenal, because you'll get four people... one's playing the accordion, the other's talking like a pirate, somebody's fucking adjusting the sails, somebody else is steering. And I think that that's when you get a lot of people really excited. The problem is, is it leaves everything on you. It's just like, you are, you have to create the enjoyment. And then you look at the world, the NPC interaction is barely there. And so you're, you're not getting fired upon by like NPC ships ever. And so you start sort of sailing around going like, hmm, and I think that that's the big problem with Sea of Thieves is that they need a content update, like yeah. they very very badly. And
1: how soon do but, I think that's going to come? Because I mean, they've been releasing updates. I think just the other day they released some type of uh, news post, and they they said like certain things were coming. But when I was reading it, it didn't look like anything significant. Like, yeah. oh, this'll this'll be the content people are looking for.
2: What's a little scary too is uh, you, I don't know how, it'll probably be a while because there's only two ways to go about it. One, they knew there was nothing in there and they released it, which doesn't show a very good company. It doesn't, requiring 60 bucks from people and stuff, it doesn't show, it doesn't give you a lot of confidence. Or they didn't know that people wouldn't find a lot to do and they released it, which shows incompetence. So it's weird. This this is a game that like came out and even the people I know who are developers are like, man, this is an odd title. I mean, there's not mm. not a lot here. And they're patching. If they do patch it, one of the biggest problems is is how expensive everything. A bucket is two thousand gold pieces. And, and, and the bucket, bucket doesn't, doesn't do, do, anything.
1: do anything.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it's yeah. it's like you get like a normal bucket <clears throat> or a jeweled bucket. And I think that that's probably where a lot of us, like, you know, any of us who are accustomed to customization, accustomed to games that are sandboxes but have complexity, it's a sandbox, but there is no complexity other than other
3: There's people. No progression.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's all horizontal uh, uh, progression. There's no yeah. linear progression at all. Well, I mean, yeah. you do go up in levels, you can get the more skeletons missions, but that's pretty much it. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see where it is. Also, Maddie, I don't know if you know this, but Microsoft for years has said. This was when they were losing, by the way, to to Sony. They were like, we won't be talking about uh, copies sold. We're going to talk about engagement and people currently playing. This is the Mm -hmm. first game where they switch that around and they wouldn't say what the current player base is. That makes me wonder if it's not as good. as. So they're saying it's sold well, and you'll see this everywhere. You'll see entire forum threads about like Microsoft won't say sales numbers. You'll have to go to other groups to get it. And they were like, oh yeah, it's all going to be about engagement. And as a big Microsoft fan, that sort of sucks. Like, I want that game to do good. I want it to yeah. have stuff.
1: Yeah, hold on. I'm on their forums right now trying to find the the patch notes they have. Uh, because, I th- like I swear, it was it was like something that just would not have sold me on it. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Coming updates... performance improvements okay fixed issues yeah like all right these are like notifications this is performance yeah nothing nothing about content like i'm not saying no actual how how are they only patching bugs right like of course we want the bugs gone but was this game buggy in the first place
3: not that i've heard of like i haven't heard gripe about bugs like it's
1: just it's just empty
2: yeah, I haven't heard... Um, I, I had a couple little technical stuff, but nothing. See, that's, that's oh, you know what? Windows fear. Store owners and Game Pass. Game Pass folks got locked out yesterday. I know that was a huge deal. If you owned the game on Game Pass, it suddenly wouldn't let you in.
1: God, imagine that happens tomorrow for me. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, I just... Hmm. My thought is they're going to finally get content, and, and with the way this game's going, it's it's like we've seen this story before. We've seen this happen before. And it, it, I just feel like, okay, it's, you know, they're going to get that content and then something else is going to happen. Like that won't be enough or it'll get repetitive quickly or it'll bring about some bug that's going to cause another set of issues. And then they're going to have to fix that before they move on to the actual content that they want to do afterwards. That's the type of stuff that I'm personally concerned about with the game. Yeah. Cause I've heard, you've seen it before.
3: I've heard that the progression is so bad that you can't be better than someone else. So when you're battling somebody on a ship, it's hard to, like, beat them. Because you're just going back and forth. You're repairing your ship, firing cannons, and there's no way you can, like, beat each other. It, it, like, sometimes, if you're unless you just mess up or something. Hmm. I've heard that happen with a
1: lot of players. Yeah, I mean, I guess the good news is it sold well, but I am curious... Like Carrick mentioned, I want to see player engagement numbers as well, because that will be, that'll be very telling. What what I do think is cool, though, is that this doesn't include Game Pass, which I think could drastically increase those numbers, uh, considering how cheap that is, because um, yeah. for players like me and Jaden, who are thinking, well, let's try this out, we only have to spend $10, yeah. and I'm on the free trial, so I, I'm actually going to try this out for free. If I don't like it, then that's it. I haven't spent any money on it, so... Pretty ballsy move by Microsoft. And now, let's see what's up next on my list. System Shock 2, or System Shock moved back to 2020. Carrick, I think this is one you were looking forward to?
2: Yeah, very much so. I actually did it. It's one of the few news videos I did when All they, were, right. when they the announced like, that quick. they weren't. I just need basically. Water. It was yeah, for sure, it was um it, you know a kickstarted title, and then there was the idea that it was going to be out soon, and then there was a hiatus where they where the CEO basically said we 've laid or not laid people off we 've sent them home for a little while while we decide the and how to rescope the game, and then now they 're saying that it, that rescope will happen and and they have that release date you read, but the thing that 's interesting about system shock is that so if you're releasing a System Shock 2 game, you're releasing a game that's got the mechanics from System Shock 2 era, which aren't the same as the today's era and expectations, but at the same time, they said, oh, well, we're adding stuff. But the problem is, is sometimes those don't mesh. Like, it's very different. For example, if you got a remaster like an Assassin's Creed Rogue, and then you threw Origins elements in there, it could actually, it could actually feel terrible. Just because those elements aren't built organically around one another, the yeah. movement of the combat, yeah, and so it's that. That to me is where. And I, I did a video, and I, I did get some messages from um, uh, the CEO actually, who was like, "Hey, you know, appreciate it. We're we are working on it. You know, thanks for doing a video, blah blah blah, and not being negative." And I was like, "Yeah, it does suck when." You're a CEO of something. You're like, "Hey, we're going to hold on," which is something we all we all talk about. We want companies yeah. to hold on, but then the moment they do, we're like, "What the fuck are you holding on for? <laughs> we want it right now." So we sort of lose out. Um, are yeah. were you thinking about getting it, Jaden? Were you like, were you um, looking forward to it or
3: system? Uh, so is this a remake of one or two?
2: Oh, oh sorry. One? Yeah this is re- this is the remake of one.
3: Okay. Um, I have never played that. It was like way before my time. Understood. Um, but I looked it up before the podcast, and it's a game about like AI going crazy and stuff. And um, well, apparently, like, what am I trying to say? Um, uh, <laughs> the the mechanics just didn't seem modern day. Like you said, it just not It won't seem to mesh well. And they said they were going to add new stuff, even though their goal in the beginning was to keep it kind of the same. Right. And now they're going back to that. That's why it was. That's why it's being delayed. because they're, because uh, they need to redo, or because they need to rethink their strategy how they're going to right. the game, and they want to just create the original experience with better graphics now.
2: Does um, that does that interest you though? Like a game, If I said that. I mean, remastering, you know, a system shock, which is an ancient game anyway. Do you automatically think, well, it's probably, the mechanics are so old they won't interest me? Or are you a gamer who would jump into that?
3: Um, I like the whole AI thing. I like the kind of Mm -hmm. story uh, part. Um, So it would probably be a good time for me to jump in. I don't think I would buy it if it was too much money or anything. But like, um, you know, if it was too much money, I would wait for a sale. But yeah, it does interest me. I like the whole AI thing. I've always thought that was interesting, and
2: like the story concede itself. Yeah. Have yeah. you um have you done uh, the Bioshocks? And the-
3: uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm actually in the middle of playing Bioshock Two because somebody bought it for me because they really wanted me to play it. Oh, but gotcha. Yeah, I played uh, Bioshock One all the way through, and I'm in the middle of Bioshock Two, and I haven't played Infinite
2: yet. Okay, um, okay. But yeah. Yeah, it's um, it, you know, they just do share the shock name. There's going to be a, a lot of differences between them. I think with um, System Shock, especially this company, I know a lot of people were feel burned by some of the stuff they've done in the past. So that probably scares people. Some people like them more because of stuff they've done in the past. You never know where somebody's going to lay. But it is interesting, you know, as a Kickstarter game. I don't know about you, but it seems like every time now a game is kickstarted, I'm pretty sure. Even if I get the game, I'm not going to get the game I pre-kick or I kicked because yeah, I, it changes, you know, so much. Have you have you kickstarted any titles yourself?
3: Um, no, I know nothing about like development Sprint across the nation. Um,
2: <laughs> that's right. We were just talking about the fact that this was a Kickstarter, and yet they're altering a lot of elements from the original Kickstarter. So some people, like yeah. you know, it does that bother people that when you look okay. at a game like this? And it's going to change. Like, you kickstarted one thing, and then they're like, well, we've decided to do this. And you're like, that's not exactly...
1: Yeah, I actually you know, but- I uh, <clears throat> donated to this game and uh, Shenmue 3. Those are the only two games I've ever kickstarted. Oh, but yeah, so I am yeah. I am one of the funders or backers for this game. I'm actually very curious to see if it even sees the light of day. Wasn't it supposed to come out, like, this year?
2: It was. They, they say 2019. We'll see. I mean... It like it depends on what they do, and we were talking about that right when you left. Is you, you know if you took the mechanics of Origins and put it in with Rogue or Syndicate, it wouldn't feel great yeah. because it wasn't organically built. Even if those systems work better in Origins, and what scares me about this one is how much change do you really want? Because if you if you add in all these new game game, for example, progression, you just actually we can just go back to the God of War discussion. If you're going to change those progression and all that kind of stuff. Then you know from the older style. Then what are you kickstarting? Because really, are you kickstarting a, a remaster? Not anymore. You're kickstarting a game that says it's going to have the same name, and that's pretty much it. Because yeah. at that point, if it's a remake, you never. You, there is no real guarantee, you know, of, of what you're going to get or what it's going to be like. It can be whatever it wants as long as it's got the same name. So, I don't know. It's odd, odd situation for that entire team. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I can't say I envy them. It, you know, that's the thing with Kickstarter games. It's always something, if you want to really put it vaguely, I guess. Yeah, it's always something cropping up.
2: Yeah.
3: You can't
1: think of a Kickstarter title that just, you know, smooth as butter, aside from. I
3: think Friday the 13th. Didn't that?
1: Was that smooth? I, I, I know our I... game was very buggy on launch.
3: Yeah, I. Never, I played it a little bit, and I actually like I was about to answer Carrick. Uh, that was the only game I ever actually oh. liked. Um, I was really interested in it, but uh, it didn't. It didn't have that much to keep me there for more than I think I played ten hours of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just didn't uh, like appeal to me after a while. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I think they like did everything they were going to, so I think that was like one thing that they did, but it just didn't have enough, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I've never been a Friday the 13th guy. That game just didn't didn't sync with me off the start. Um, but, you know, I think that's the beauty of Kickstarter in a way, is that it's for fans of a certain series to be able to yeah get behind something that they never thought they'd see. Like, you know, for me, it's Shenmue sure 3, up. holy shit. I'm sure Sony could have made it happen, but, you know, the yeah. point being is, like, I, I, I thought I'd never see that game, and now it's being Kickstarted, and that, that was one of the most frequently updated Kickstarters compared to System Shock, where updates were yeah. so few and far Erratic. between, very out of, you know, because I get an email for each one, with Shenmue, I mean, for a while now, I mean, now it's quieted it down because they're deeper in development, but it was like every week. It was yeah. just, here's this, here's this, here's this. Now this is what we're working on. It was very in touch with the community. And yeah. then you look at System Shock, and it, like, I, I remember seeing like eight, and that was it. Like, I, I don't know if it went higher than that. It, it had to have. But, you know, it, it was very clear something was going wrong early on, and it didn't make it that far. Where I'll, I'll be very shocked... To see uh, this game make it out, personally. Mm. Yeah. Um, I say that as someone who is backing the game, and I'm excited for it. The only reason I did support it, though, was because of Chris Avalon. You know, I, I love his work.
2: And yeah, right, exactly. I uh, always want to yeah. give
1: him some love, keep that man employed. So, you know, I was like,
2: It's <laughs> like, fuck it. Keep bucks. him here and not working on movies.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: Stay in games.
1: Yeah, but uh, System Shock. I've never played the original. scary. Garrick, you've played the original?
2: Yeah, th- this will be a remake of that original, not 2, which uh, I think we said earlier a little bit messed up. But the, yeah, so this... Um, it, I Like, it's aged, or it is old to the point to where I was young when I played it. In 1994, I think. Because Jaden was saying... Yeah, so I was just out of high school, and, and Jaden was wow. saying it was too it was too early for him. And he's right, I think that's actually one of the problems is you're selling to people like me who maybe remember it. The other people are like, system shot, Ch- okay. You know, I it's way before my time. Mm-hmm. And then and then at the same time now they're changing a bunch of stuff. So it's it's definitely gonna be interesting. Also, I think when you look at how much a Kickstarter makes, you can sort of identify how much leeway they have. They did not make a ton over what you know, like what most game development makes and, and requires. And so that's another thing I was wondering is like how much leeway does somebody have if they don't make a ton from Kickstarter? Do they have, you know, some personal loans? Do they have, you know, and and a uh, money to sort of experiment? It's going to be interesting to see because the original, if they just remastered it, it wouldn't cost as much as they got. But a remake costs a ton. You know what I mean? So there's no middle. You, you, there's there's not a great amount of middle ground. Sometimes it's just like we have to jump in. And I don't know. Maybe that's what they chose to do. That's another thing. Is the email that I got the update wasn't the greatest. This last one. And they said it? that it was what it was about this release, and it was just oh, okay. it wasn't the greatest about it's about the update. it was just like yeah we we are still working, it will be released in a time frame of two thousand and nineteen I think and then they and then it was like, we are thinking of doing this and doing this, and you're like, okay well, you're already doing you're already thinking of that, mm-hmm. so it it yeah. you're just not She's quite you want to go is. and go with it, yeah,
1: yeah, good point, very well said, all right, well. Hopefully System Shock makes its way out. But uh, how about something a little more exciting? Probably the best news this week, easily. That news is LEGO The Incredibles. It's coming out in June. I'm so getting that. (laughs) It's going to have The Incredibles 1 and 2 in it. And I just wanted to talk about the LEGO games in general. Um, It always feels like when they drop one, it's like, this is such a good fit. I think it was popularized with the uh, the Lego Star Wars games where we were all like, okay, this is... I think most of us, that's where we started pick up on them. And it felt like a good return to form when they did Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, so I thought there would be one for The Last Jedi. Then there's not, and they go with The Incredibles, and it's like, wow, this works so much better. And I wanted to hear from you guys. Did you have any Lego games in mind? Like, any, any brands or uh, franchises that you're like, man, this would make a good Lego game? Go
3: ahead, Jaden. Um so this is one of the top the topic that I knew I'd really have a really hard time with because mm. I've only played one
1: Lego game. That's why game. I gave you a heads up. I didn't want to put you on this, <laughs> one. this one I was like, hey, um, this should be a toughie to come yeah,
3: up with <laughs> I um I've only played one Lego game and uh, um <laughs> I don't even remember which one it was, I just know it uh, had like uh, eight in it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um but there. I think I've never been an Incredibles person either, so I couldn't really say much about this. But uh, I've always liked the fact that Legos—they always have—they're always coming up with stuff. Like they just put something in Legos, and then you can just mm-hmm. make it. You know, doesn't matter what it is. Um, so Incredibles kind of—you know—it wasn't a surprise because it was—it's just another thing to put it in Legos. Um, okay. But, uh, if you
2: haven't played a bunch of Legos, then what's a Lego, what is a IP that would interest you in Lego games? Um, Star Trek. Cool.
3: Like, I know oh. Star Wars is a thing, but um, I'm more of a Star Trek fan myself. Me too, me too. Yeah, yeah. and cool. uh, I think I would, wow, Maddie. sorry, Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I would pick up a Lego game if
2: it was Star Trek.
1: Nice. Carrick, what about you, man? You yeah, Star, any, Tra- just, Star Trek, no, oh, he was wow. right,
2: like, he nailed it, because I didn't even think of Star Trek until he nailed, or until he said it, and that would be my answer, I would play the shit out of a fucking Lego Captain Kirk fan, yeah. I mean, that, uh, super exciting if they did that, I'm not a huge Incredibles fan, I know that you and I both played Marvel 2, wasn't it, Marvel Super Heroes 2? Yeah. I find them incredibly enjoyable games. I know a lot of people hate that I do, but I, I, I like that one. I liked City that came out a while ago. It was out on the Switch too. Mm. Those were good. Um I think Lego games are different because like they're 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 little mini GTAs, a lot of them are. Where you know, especially like City. You could get you could, you know, go all over the city, you could do these various different little things and it seems like it's kiddie, like it's for, you know, a younger audience, and it is, but if you watch Batman the Lego Movie, you realize it's not all kitty. So mm-hmm, that yeah. that's why I that's why I would love to see a more mature thing. I, also, I think for Lego, for me, the biggest change happened when they switched to voices, because I, I was playing Lego games prior to them doing voiceover, and so it was like it would be text, yeah, and or they go. I think there was yeah, one or they, two that they did, they did the. Like rah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, I hate that. It <laughs> oh, yeah, just. I like that. Oh, it's yeah. the worst thing in the universe. It's like, if you put sound there, put real fucking sound. Yeah, so no when point. they... Yeah, there's no point. So when they switched to vocals, I was really excited. And I've, I've enjoyed them a lot more now that that's happening.
1: See, I, I never had like a... I know when they added vocals, I was like, for that game, I want to say it was the first... No, Lord I, of the Rings? Was it Lord of the Rings? Is that when they added I, or, it?
2: Or Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't that's know. I my just for some it reason...
1: Was Marvel superheroes one, I think. Oh, gotcha. And I remember I was like, "Whoa, this like is really amplifying the experience." But before that, I, you know, I think of Lego Star Wars, and when they were like, you know, they look at something and go like mm, like that, and just that's all they could do. I think it puts such a focus on the amazing animation that's in those games because mm-hmm. you had to gotcha. pay attention to the, you know, how they did certain things uh, in the world and how they interacted with the environment to get a feel for what they were trying to say. And it was also, it gave it, instead of, let's just remake this cutscene except with Lego parts in it, it was, let's make this in only a way a Lego game can do it by saying what this scene is supposed to be of without actually speaking it. Yeah. And just having music and moving your hands and stuff tell that story. And I thought, I always found that interesting. And it's, it's made me want to go back to them. But for me, if I were to pick an IP that was to get a Lego release, it would it would obviously be Ninja Turtles. I mean, it oh, would just fit. Yeah. It would just fit. I mean, I look at it this way. You, you could have the open world in New York City. There are so many characters to pick from. Lego has been big on comic books, and you could draw from the comics with the Ninja Turtles as long as you want. There's so many different renditions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, one thing that's big with the Lego games is like every character has different abilities to interact with the world itself. Um, and I think that's also a, a huge point. In, with, the, with that being a huge point in the game, I think the Ninja Turtles and all the characters in the universe and their abilities, I think that would fit well. Where you could have like a scientist category, which could be like an April Donatello, uh, Professor Honeycutt, etc. So, I just I, I think Ninja Turtles would fit well. I, I mean, I should really just be the director of these fucking Ninja Turtles games. because Between like my idea for. For Rocksteady, you do one and a Lego game for it. I, I could literally bring them back to relevance in the video game department single single-handedly. Single-handedly, single-handedly. <laughs> just, I'm like, look, guys, just yeah, you know, just <laughs> enter the room. Everyone, shut the fuck up. You know, like every all of them look at me. I'm just like, give it to Rocksteady mm. and give it to Lego. That's it. It's all we got to do. And it's over. I hope someone's yeah. listening. Someone from Warner Brothers. Someone in the games industry who knows someone from Warner Brothers. Pass this along. I'm telling you, there is money to be made. <laughs> I was, and it'd be fucking awesome.
3: I have something to say about um, Ninja Turtles and video games. I was disgusted with Ninja Turtles and Injustice 2. I'm not gonna lie. You didn't like. I it. know you love that, but like, it just didn't make sense to me. Okay. I don't know.
1: I'm open to I, that. Let's hear it.
3: I just didn't. I didn't like the Ninja Turtles and Injustice too. I just wanted to say that.
1: Oh, um, uh, it just didn't fit.
3: <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> and I, I
1: know you like that, so I did. I was like i did and i even played them and i liked them um i just oh god like people people gave me shit for complaining about it but oh my gosh the voice lines in that game for when especially when i was playing it i was like this is awful (laughs) some of the some of the one-liners they had just
2: (sighs) so with injustice i actually am on Jaden's side like i i i but it for me it was design on Injustice Two, I did not like the fucking turtle designs, but I also thought Hellboy looked fucking horrendous. And I know a lot of people oh. were really mad at me because I guess he's like that's um, his canon look. But the thing is, is the, the he didn't look like an Injustice character. He looked all fucking weird. And yeah. I, I think with the turtles, I felt the same way. Um, I want to see a good turtle game because there hasn't been a turtle game ever for well for years. We'll we'll the pretend kind of that Mutant the Mutant platinum Mutant game Mutant. didn't exist. <laughs> so it would be it would be awesome to see. I think that it's funny because Maddie exists in a time frame that is just a little bit prior to mine, but not enough that like I don't know what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is. But yeah. it came about when I wasn't watching those kind of things anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I would be really interested in watching or playing Lego to experience those again because I really don't have the institutional knowledge. When you said Mister Chuckles, or whatever the fuck his name is, Professor you said Professor Honeycut. <laughs> I was close, Mister Chuckles, Professor Honeycut. But you said, you're like you're like Professor Honeycutt, and I was my brain was like, I don't think I have any clue if I've ever heard those words before. So that's what's cool. I'm a big fan of that. Star Wars, Star Trek is great, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hasn't been around a lot. They haven't shown a bunch, so I'm also all yeah. for them saying let's go to something that's a little more old style, and, and do a Lego from that, so, yeah, I would, I would, sense, yeah. I would be down for some the fucking... The only thing is,
1: view. usually they base it off something current, right? right. Like, right. You know, yeah. it, like the Incredibles, it's like, okay, that's, you know, they have a new movie, they're gonna base it off the first movie and the second movie, but the Ninja Turtles have had so many renditions, and they just announced True. a brand new cartoon version of them that looks kind of different too, and, and so... It's like what universe do they even place it in? There's there's comic stories going on that I've yeah. reading. There's like three different running or there's two different running shows for it. There's a movie that has a completely different style. Like there's so many styles of the turtles. I think that's the only thing holding them back maybe from something along those lines is what turtles do we do and what story do we tell again with a ninja turtle Lego game or I'd like yeah. just an original story, you know.
2: I think also um I just have to say, can we all agree, fucking uh, Marvel Super Heroes 2 was phenomenal. Yes. As a game. Yes. Holy shit. Like, Very that fun. game, and I didn't get a chance to review it. You, you, you. I remember that when you got a review copy and I didn't, remember? This was, like, a couple yes. months ago. And so I was like, okay, Maddie's going to handle it. I'm going to fucking, like, invite some friends over, because normally it would just be me. I'm like, oh, invite some friends over. We're just going to sit down, you know, wife, whatever, and play it. And... I, dude, I'm telling you, that's one of the top-tier LEGO games. Mm-hmm. Like, that game is fucking phenomenal. That yeah. time when you're, like, flying around as Iron Man around the the tower from, oh, which movie is that? Ultron, I think. Ultron. Return of Ultron. But the stuff that they do is just fucking... It's, like, continually hits for me. I don't yeah. know why. I, I so dig it. So dig it.
1: Because, you know, it's, it's kind of like Platinum, where we're like, oh, they got their top-tier games, and they got their low-tier ones. Like, I look at it, LEGO Batman 3... And I did, mm. I did not like that game. I didn't like Lure of the Rings. I never played oh, Hearts I didn't the like- Caribbean. But, you know, it's and I, I look at that versus LEGO Batman 2, uh, right. Marvel Super Heroes 1 and 2. Um, and, and I think actually, oh, they did LEGO Marvel Avengers, which wasn't that great either. And, you know, you look at those games, and even some of them are under the same property, but they end up not being that good. So I think TT Games has, like, a lot of teams, kind of like a Platinum where... With Lego Marvel 2, we got probably their top team working on that because that was excellent. You know, the way the world was designed, the way the missions were designed, the amount of content, the amount of characters, the focus on the comics, characters that a lot of us had never even heard of. uh, You know, like uh, Howard Duck, I think his name was or something like that. that
2: Howard the the Duck?
1: Yes, that's how Howard was. the Duck. Yeah. Yeah, There's dude. a movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: like I never heard of him. and I saw this and I was like, I wanna I wanna read something about
2: this. Oh guy dude, again. yeah, you should check out Howard the Duck, creepiest TV or creepiest movie ever made. You need to check it out. Really? <laughs> it shows people like or it hints that Leah Thompson, do you remember her from Back to the Future? The chick from Back to the Future, me. the movies. I, I've never seen that. Oh movie. dude, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> All right, we're done. We're done. Friendship friendship <laughs> fucking over. Everything I mentioned. Maddie's like course i should probably mention stuff that's newer but any of the no, stuff no, i mentioned no, he's because like, there are so see. many classic movies that
1: like <laughs> <laughs> really you haven't fucking seen that like anyway howard that.
2: the duck you would like I'm yeah, really yeah though, i think maybe. you would think it was it was cool as a as a comic book or something and i think that that's one of the great things about lego is they're allowed to do that right mm-hmm. all these side characters look at batman the movie did you guys see that the batman lego movie yeah
1: yeah, yeah i did see it I
2: fucking did, I a that is funny see god damn like i was I laughing like through as that is the
1: original lego movie we've talked about oh. this because oh thought, we have talked yeah, about yeah, this you thought it was fucking amazing i was like it was eh.
2: <laughs> dude i i fucking just rewatched it actually and i'm just laughing through the entire thing but regardless what i was going to say was in that one they they also grabbed calendar man and all these characters that you're like is that real mm. and even in the the in joke he goes these are all real you should look and you're like, no, they can't be real. That's what's cool about the Lego games is they're able to do that with tongue in cheek, and no one gets pissed. You don't have to have somebody saying my IP needs to be treated, you know, with perfection, and you know we don't want you to damage no cars to like in it. the original Gran Turismo. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Wow. All right. That Lego game discussion, I, I actually that was a, that was one of our more extensive discussions. I think we talked about that more than God of War. <laughs> yeah. That's that's something I didn't expect. I'm like, five-minute topic, whatever. But, you know. <laughs>
2: They're
1: good fun. games. I hope
2: more people check them out.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, actually, that'd be a good way to cap off the discussion, Carrick, because you've you played them, and we got someone sitting here who's only played a little bit of one. You got a new LEGO <laughs> fan sitting here. Which LEGO game do you tell them to play?
2: Mm. Drum roll. Shit. No, I don't have... That's fucking a hard question uh, because city, city, it doesn't have anywhere near like the spirit of a Marvel because it doesn't have the character strength. But its GTA moments are actually really amazing. Man, I don't know. Probably Marvel Two actually. Probably this most recent one because dude, it was pretty fucking good. Like it was, it's, it did a lot of the things just right enough that I think a person who doesn't like them might like them. Well, matter of fact, the people I did invite over, people were like, "Man, I would never have bought a Lego game," but like, I now want to get a Lego game. I agree,
1: especially because there were just cool moments, where you know, like I remember I was flying, I was web slinging as Spider-Man, and I ended up in like the Noir City where it's black and white, and then you know, you're like (laughs) Spider-Man Noir, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome." So (laughs) they they just had they had some moments that naturally happened just based off its expansive cast and the world they built that that make it a a real special game what else do we have on this list oh this is a great question this came from uh someone who's actually joined the podcast before the Grimblade brennan um he asked this on our discord and we just had to include it in the conversation because i posted a video this week talking about game length versus game quality and so one of my goals in my videos especially in these discussions is like Getting you thinking about other questions and, and other topics, and then we, we talk about them together. And so, uh, this made me really happy when he asked this. He said, what would it take for you to buy a $60 game if it were only an hour long? Which, in today's gaming climate, I, I don't see that happening. But yeah, let's say we have a one-hour game, okay? I, I don't know what type of game this is. That's up to you. Like You have to create your dream game in an hour what are you spending 60 bucks on
3: okay i'll start um it would have to be more of a story like even though you can't tell an amazing story in an hour if it was something that punched like uh like a story that like wolfenstein 2 that like twist in the middle
1: Mm. um
3: if it was something that hit me as hard as that like you know like a it would have to be a story Base game, uh, if it was an hour, I obviously can't fit an open world game if it only had an hour of content, and those are the types of games that I mostly like playing. Um, so yeah, it would have to be an insane story, basically. Carrick, what
1: about you? You're making this hour game.
2: It's funny because I'm. I'll go with the exact opposite and say the only thing I could see an hour working on would be is if every level had completely different mechanics, but they were all good. Mm. So it was like. It, not mini-games, yeah. because I don't want to say... Because that'll bring the wrong connotation. People will be like, oh, fuck. But if you had, like, multiple games that required really different thought processes, but they were all based around, you know, like... Temp- There's a game called Tempest. I don't know if you guys play played it. It's a fucking ancient game. But um, you're basically a spider on the edge of a web, and then enemies come out from the center of the web, and you have to circle around the web and kill them, and then each level is a different web design. And it gets more and more intricate. And you, and you get you, and it changes the gameplay a little bit. Something that would be along the same lines of a thematic title, so it wouldn't just randomly have mini games. They would have to all have some yeah. kind of un, uh, like layered backbone. But it's that's a hard question because I think I think when Grimm was asking it, he was just like he threw out an hour. But that discussion, the moment you ask, the moment you start talking about it, you're well. Even if you hold to it and say sixty minutes is the longest you can play it, um. I'm not quite sure you could ever give me a game that I would buy. Yeah, for for Uh, sixty. That was my. I guess would be my answer. Yeah, none.
1: (laughs) All right, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, For the sake of discussion, gone to your head, you got to spend sixty bucks on this dollar game or you're done for. I think for me, it would have to be like one of my favorite licenses tied to it. I'd probably have to go Ninja Turtles, Mm -hmm. and within that, there is a. It's just an hour long. I want it to somehow be a replayable narrative that involves different choices that, you know, perhaps based on, like, you know, if I play in a more aggressive style um, as Raphael in a playthrough, they're like, you played so aggressive that you unlocked Casey Jones because of the choices you made, and therefore you unlock, like, another aggressive style character who plays totally Hmm. different. So it's an hour long but you keep looping that one hour, and as you make choices... And you get different character. Yeah, you get different characters in the universe. That's why I think, like, it doesn't have to be just Ninja Turtles. Like, you could do Star Wars with that. You make choices. You know, you end up on the dark side, we'll say. You unlock Darth Maul, and he's got his whole own combat system. Yeah. And, and from there, you know, like I said, it's just choices you make. And that affects the characters you unlock. I feel like that would be an hour game I could play over and over, because it would be like... Almost a feedback loop. It's like, yeah, it's an hour long, but you're getting a new character, you're getting a new combo system. Yeah, it'd be multiple one hours. Basically. Yeah, exactly what I'm going for sense. here. I'm kind of bending the question, aren't I? But it
3: kind of, but it's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh, that would be that would suffice, wouldn't it? Because I I thought of Ken Levine for some reason because he said he wanted to make like a replayable narrative in his next game, whenever the fuck that's coming out, uh, hopefully soon. But yeah,
2: it know, would be. Something that you could, so it building on what Matty was saying, you could technically see. I didn't really take it as like unlimited resources or whatever, because if true, then you could just make a game that's just random each time you play it, and mm-hmm. then it might be worth 60. But I'm not a big comic book fan, but looking at repetitiveness, I could see like the flash over or the fl- uh, flashpoint stuff from The Flash where like he goes back in time, changes shit, everything's fucking different. It would be cool, something like that, where nice. like the superpower was involved, where it just continually like rebooted. So you got it, you have one hour to do these things, wow. and then and then you would see somehow. I, I'm not even quite sure how you would do this, but you would see the output, and maybe the next time that output is what the major world is, and then you do your stuff there, and then that's saved, and then the next time you roll over, that's the world, and it just continually changes, and maybe you have a goal of saving your mom or whatever uh mm-hmm. yeah that f- might work
3: flash is my favorite comic book character and you made it ding off my head that would be amazing that would actually
2: I what think am i good. right what's it called the cro- the flash the flash point the- yeah. right yeah yeah that would be enjoyable
1: yeah that's actually i, I haven't read that comic series or within mm. flash all that much but that's that sounds like a phenomenal idea you're saying he goes back in time and based off a of choice he makes like the
2: Price the storylines change. changed, changed yeah. yeah. It's a matter of fact, in Arrow, is or I mean, sorry, in the current Flash, I think that's pretty much they just sort of finished up a two-season Yeah, season, season three arc. was like
3: all about Flashpoint, or how season it screwed up one season. everything.
2: Yeah, right. And it, it what was cool is they gave it two seasons prior to show you normal. So they were like, yes. this is normal, and then they have an entire season where they're like, everything's fucked. So that's yeah, actually, and it. you got screwed up Flashpoint. I like it, but I love whatever. It. I, I like it a lot, but I know a lot of people hate. I would movies. like. I can't say it's like a, yeah. it's a comic. A lot of people
1: anything, But I would say Flash is my favorite out of anyone in DC, just purely based off aesthetic and, and superpowers. That kid
2: does a great job, and his dad is the original Flash, by the way, from it's, the it's original so, show. Yeah,
3: from 1990.
2: Yeah, yeah I 1990.
3: I still I own it. John Wesley
2: ship. Yeah. Yeah. That's so um, cool. Yeah, it is. They do a lot that's of callbacks. Really cool. They do. Uh, they. I mean, I know people get pissed because it's CW and they think that it can't possibly be good. But the fact is, yeah. is I enjoy most of their superhero stuff. But I think Flash, what's his name? Who'd Grant, what's the kid's yeah, name? Yeah, Grant Gustin. Grant, that dude, I mean, he's, he's amazing. A, he's a pretty, like, there are some times where you're all, how is he going to pull this off because it involves another speedster doing this to a yeah. family member or whatever. And somehow, at the end of the show, I'll be like mopey with him. He'll be down, I'll be like, yeah, man, I... I got you, bro. I know where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you're like, yeah. damn, he's good. And his dad, best probably one of the best actors in the history of TV, um, or his step. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not the dad Flash, but his uh, uh, his stepdad, the one who. Gil- oh, um, Jesse, isn't,
3: Jesse it, Omar, isn't his real yeah. name,
2: Jesse? Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean that guy.
3: too two, and he went in Broadway.
2: Dude, he is in the first three or four episodes of that show. I just remember going looking up everything he has ever done. And, and, and just following it you know? yeah, I'll so, ask damn yeah I know right now a lot of people are like fucking CW whatever
1: <laughs>
3: yeah I. Uh, it's my favorite show but that's only because Flash is my favorite TV character yeah, I'm, so. right. I'm really biased basically a lot of people don't like my opinions on this TV show
1: <laughs> hey understandable understandable I think we're friends now Kurt.
2: exactly Star Trek <laughs> and flash yeah, yeah what else is there brother I mean, what and else and is there
1: swiftly ended my friendship with Carrick. <laughs> yeah I no mean, shit not, what was yeah, that all about it's it just, just a broad stroke right here <laughs> uh last topic we're going to talk about is far cry 5 Carrick and i completed it and Jaden, you are very close to the finale of this game so... i i beat it um, he beat oh, it oh, you did he beat, beat it. it i thought you said you were close yeah, to yeah. It. there will mind. be no I spoilers be like anybody, anybody watching stuff. yeah i won't uh Generally speaking, how'd you like the game?
3: I loved it. I I've always been a fan of Far Cry. Um, I think it's one of Ubisoft's best uh, series. Yeah, best um, IP, and uh, I like the open world destruction, the craziness, um, and I thought another one of those unpopular opinions I was talking about, but I did think that the father was better than Boss. Okay. In Far Cry.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't argue I that. I loved his character. I wouldn't argue that because Voss had the potential to be the best, and he really was intriguing. But I don't think he got the screen time that Father got. Yeah, which yeah. Could, I think objectively just make Father better because they executed on the scenes he was in. Um, yeah, but go on. You were you were talking more about the game. Or yeah,
3: the story, the gameplay, everything about it was, and it was even it was an improvement. Like it was enough change that I thought it was. It just it like switched up the series enough to not be the same thing. Like a lot of people are complaining about.
1: Mm. What about you, Carrick?
2: Yeah, I would. I mean, missions and stuff were definitely felt different. Far more organic. Like you would do a mission, and it was really cool because you'd you'd have a mission that was far away, and as you were doing that mission, they did a good job with world building. So there'd be like a note, or there'd be some there'd be some thing that looked like somebody had been hurt, and you would you would come on it and go. Not come on it. You would come upon it, <laughs> and you would go. What Her is children. this? Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> about that, people. So you you would um, come upon it, and then you would you would not know what it was about, and then you would find out as you were you know progressing through one quest about these other elements in other quests and yeah. other people in the game. That that was way better than past Far Cry's. For me, though, I will say that um, I felt that. Five hours in this game is way different than 10, is way different than 15, and is way different than 20. At five hours, I would have told you the game was incredibly fun like and and very and very good with some issues. But as I continued to play, the bullet drop, luckily Ubisoft themselves are like, okay, we're definitely fixing the bullet drop because it's insane. I mean, you're talking about like 100 meters having to not only lead somebody but seeing a drop of like six feet on your bullet. So it's like shooting a paintball. You, you'll, yeah. And these are high-powered rifles. They'll be like, poof, gunk. And yeah, you're like, it's oh, like mm-hmm. that's a, it's a 22 long rifle. Um, yeah, so I would like to see that fixed. I think overall, those characters... I, wasn't, I was a fan of Father. I was a fan of all the others. But this game hinges on how you play it. If you play it and you defeat an area then that'll be a safer area once you defeat all the bad guys, once you oh, defeat yeah. the Herald. If you don't, if you play it like they sort of hint you should, you can have a really bad time because the enemies will not stop spawning. And that can, after a while, when you see a badger kill a dude who then falls down, lights on fire, rolls under a truck, the truck spawns back up into the air, and you're like, what is happening? And I I, I think that the more active that game is, actually the worse it is. They need to go in and curb a couple of the spawns, control a yeah, couple things. I agree. Um, th- and and that over time sort of killed me. And then I told you and the in, I think it was in it was in tweets, I think, when we were talking, and I said I did faith first. And I have to say, I think that faith in the middle would be great, but first yeah, I did faith is so. fucking weird. Because you 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 enter this game and you're like, there's a magic user in the game. What is happening? Like people <laughs> yeah. are tr- teleporting, Public. and yeah, it's like the first time a chick walks up to you, and I never she's thought
1: about it that way. That if you went faith first, that yeah. You know,
2: oh, it's it is crazy. I, went John I mean, first. and they're like, faith. oh, it's just a drug, and you're all no, I get I that, see. but if you don't defeat her, that will happen everywhere. So you have to defeat her if once you start experiencing her. So th- there's some issues there. I I think that doing faith first mo- for most people is a disservice. So when you're jumping into this game, please. Do do her in the middle end probably wouldn't feel right either. I think that right in the middle she's much better than
3: yeah. I um first. I went with the way they hinted. They hinted at doing John first and
2: uh, oh I'm sorry they hinted at don't do any of them just run around and randomly and I'm like dude you're yeah. gonna get spawned on for the rest of your life like there's the one time for example in my single player game I killed like I can't remember three thousand people or something like that in the PC version in one hour of co-op we killed nine hundred ninety nine people. And it, it, they just spawn. Just, like, you'd yeah. be shooting a guy, boom, spawn right there. The, um, that really impacted me. I'm glad people like I, it, though, because I'm a big Far Cry fan. So I don't care if I don't like it. As long as other people do, that's all that matters, because <laughs> yeah. I want it to
3: continue. Um, the... I don't I didn't have the same problem as many people did with the spawns, at least when I'm trying to do something else. Uh, like, when I was running around, yeah, spawns everywhere. But i I went fishing for 45 minutes straight. Like, I'm not even kidding. I fished for 45. I, was, I don't know why, but it was really fun to me. No fishing. <laughs> yeah, and um, nothing's fun. I mean, I saw maybe one enemy. I think.
2: And wow. Okay. I don't even know how that's possible. I, I fish. I, like I was surprised everybody killed me. told me.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. That's, but, cool. that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the beauty of the game. I feel personally is its dynamic nature um, really leads to a, a lot of. Um, world building where I was like, Oh man, well I could only see this in Far Cry and uh you know, uh, like, like 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 Eric said, you know, the the badger attacks someone, a guy rolls down the hill, sets on fire. I <laughs> I personally embrace that. Uh the random spawns I I only encountered those mainly when I was in a mission where it was, you know, defend this area for X amount of minutes, and you know, if I moved near a spawn point, like I'd see four enemies just pop up in front of me, be like what the fuck? It would happen a lot. Um, yeah. In the world itself, yeah, like you'd see a couple of magical appearances, but I-, I never had a big issue with the spawns. Just like I said, in those wave-based missions, um, where it made it very obvious that enemies were just going to keep respawning until that that timer hit zero. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I made a full review on it, so I don't want to go crazy in-depth on it, personally. I think
2: another thing that I was having a problem with, um, and I put it in my review, was the consistent interruptions of the NPCs talking because of the enemy spawning. Like yeah, that, that, in, that ending video, I only put it three times because I didn't want to like, have people think I was doing a bug video, because I wasn't. But she interrupted 27 times. She happens to also have the longest um, sentences in the game a longest, sorry, like quest dialogue. Mm -hmm. So you come up to her, and you hit play, and she's like, slap my tits and call me Shirley. And you're like, okay, here we go. And then it fucking gets interrupted because a car drove by. You destroy the car, or it just drives by. You wait for your 15 seconds. Then she's like, she's sort of, you can see her hunched, and then she unhunches, and you're like, okay, I want to talk to her now. Slap my tits and call me Shirley. So, and then boom, (laughs) it and you're like, oh, please God, don't continue happening. Yeah. So, I think that there's just a lot that goes on in those games that not everybody will experience. It's like every Far Cry game where every Bethesda game. Dude, Fallout 4, I told you this. I didn't have a bunch of bugs like a lot of people did. So my experience yeah, with know. that game was was different than a lot of people. And people got mad at me about it, but it's like Same. I don't get mad if they have more bugs or less bugs than I do. They just it happens yeah. in yeah. these games.
1: It happens. Yeah, I agree because for me, my experience was I was in Jacob's region I just leveled up, and you know, like when you hit a certain level, they'll be like, "You're being hunted," and that's when it usually, like, 30 seconds later, initiates a cutscene. So I, I completed something. I think I blew up a silo or or a truck, and I leveled up, and it tells me I'm being hunted. But I'm talking to Herc, and you know, I'm going through this ridiculous cutscene, and then all of a sudden, it fades out. And or no, where was I? Yeah, it fades out while I'm talking to Herc, brings me into a mission area yeah. for Jacob, but then all of a sudden it brings me out of that area back to Herc because his mission was activating and then I'm like, so did I just break the game? Then it sends me back to Jacob's and then like the full cutscene plays and everything and then it kicks me back to the open world and I had Herc's mission, but I was like you know, that just because when you get hunted and captured they just run up to you and shoot you with darts and, and knock you out or whatever. Um, or at least that's what they did in Fates the Region. In the other regions, it didn't really make quite as much sense to me what they did to induce yeah. these uh, psychedelic cutscenes.
2: If you listen closely, they'll say... They'll be like, get the Blitz bullets. Or the Blitz yeah, bullets. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's what it was. Yeah, the yeah. Blitz bullets.
2: I don't know about you guys also. I had um, a couple bugs there where I was getting the same mission over and over. So I would be, um, I would be basically... They say we're coming like hunters are coming, which, you know, you can't get away from that. That's that's the cutscene. scene. You have you can fight them a little bit, but you will always be knocked out unless it bugs. So I was like, OK, so I waited. He came up. They shot me and I went into the same mission multiple times with with the same person that we were playing co-op where it went into the mission. We did it. And then the next time we went into the exact same mission next time, the exact same mission. I think we did the same mission like five times. And that to me was I, I couldn't tell if it's because they were psychedelic missions, if they were just like picking from random and maybe there's a bunch that they pick from but um, I've only known a couple people who had some repeats but I certainly did. did you guys have any repeated?
3: And Jacob's reason is meant to be like that like uh, you do do the same psychedelic but it has like different
1: cussing elements Does
3: that yeah make mine sense?
2: was mine was faith.
1: Oh, okay. I never and, had uh, any repeats. Like, yeah, that's I, not I just had same those in strange interruptions, like it, the uh, yeah, I uh, Clint. I think Clint Nixon missions. I think that's what they are called. Like the ones. Flutch Clutch Nixon. The <laughs> like, <laughs> <Not an> Eagle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love those. But I love it. I, One of them, I I started. I was about to start it up, and then um, after that, I got hit by the bliss bolts. I guess so. I start loading in a cutscene. They're talking to me like doing the typical Ubisoft where they get in your face like you're just sitting there with a fucking camera the whole time. Yeah, I can't stand that, dude. You have no idea. And, um, and all you hear in the background is like that Clutch Nixon commentator like, I cannot believe what I am seeing right now. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And all oh. of a sudden, like the text pops up and it just says, mission failed. I'm like, what is happening? And then it fades <laughs> to black, kicks me out, and I'm standing in front of the mission thing. I'm like, did it just cancel out the cutscene again? So that was one of my bigger flaws is that the dynamic nature of the world could sometimes fuck you. But yeah. uh, for the most part, I, 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 was, I was kind of forgiving with it when I really think about it because I knew it, it, it's really what made the game so much fun for me. I was like, you know, this, these crazy things happen. yeah, And, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll cancel out a cutscene, but I think they were conscious of it because I was able to still get into the cutscene itself and see it in its entirety Where it wasn't like breaking quests, which I think, with the way the world's structured and how those cutscenes would just overlap and missions would overlap, that could easily happen and just break the whole game, at least in my eyes. So I I was a little bit more forgiving on that part, but I can absolutely understand why it was frustrating.
2: For me, it was also like 40 minutes. I don't know about you guys, but like some of the longer missions are maybe 40. You know, they're not, it depends on what they are. Like sometimes you have a plane, then you land, then you do this. But. What would happen for me is I would get to the end and a fucking badger would attack the NPC who was giving me the quest and I would lose 40 minutes because it would fail. And (sighs) so it would be like you have 12 seconds and I'm like, okay, and I run up to the guy and I get ready to hit E and a fucking on-fire badger leaps and fucking takes him out and it's like 11, 10, 9. I'm like, no, what? What's happening? And so 40 minutes was lost. That happened a couple times and I think that that kind of stuff it doesn't take much before it can really grade on you because I did enjoy it when it was working. It's when it didn't and impacted that loop that I was, I was getting so frustrated at times with it. And, and certainly, I think, luckily, Ubisoft has patched that already. They've patched a couple things. I also had a, a progress save bug, unfortunately. They should never, ever have another game that has one save. That's all I'm saying. It's, we, we need to move away from games that have one single save. Or for just a game player, an
1: autosave reliance. Yeah. It's like saved
2: that. during the stars. So basically, it saved and corrupted. So the next time I loaded my game, it was just stars and no HUD, and I couldn't get out, and so I lost like 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And that kind of stuff is infuriating. Like that, Absolutely. they really need, if they're going to have a game, like you said, where they sort of know it's all over, I would love for them to also know that you might need another save game, mm-hmm. just to be safe.
1: Yeah, for yeah. me, like like I said, my biggest pet peeve uh, is is the the camera, the the silent protagonist, like in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. It, it is literally, I just pictured like if I'm a if I'm, a, I'm a, if I am a fly on the wall, the I camera on you, yeah, fucking yeah. I, head. I, I just pictured my my main character just standing here like this, yeah. And when like when Joseph tries to like have an epic monologue, it's like, all right, man, nice, nice. Like you're just like leaning with the camera, you know, really letting him get into it. And that's what it felt like the whole time, but you know, these are all in the scheme of things for me, what what issues I encountered were minor gripes, it's it's more so what Kara hit on earlier, that you can have such drastically different experiences across the board like, I'm sure people listening to this are gonna be what? I, I, I had a great time with this, and no bugs, and some people are gonna be like, fuck yeah guys, like, give it to them it was such an awful experience, and it's yeah. like it's just such a all, all over the place game, in terms of story how you tackle that, in the terms of the gameplay True. it's bugs uh that for me it panned out you know decently i enjoyed it enough to say like hey wait for like 10 15 bucks off of it and pick it up because it's a lot that's of what bugs. i said
2: a lot of people i think thought i hated it i'm like no i actually loved a great mm-hmm. deal of it it's just that there were enough bugs also i gotta say herc best character ever he always will <laughs> yeah, be same. Dude, I, I, Reg, one of my patrons, was like, who's this guy you keep talking about in Discord? And I'm like, oh, shit, you don't have him in your game? So I jumped in, and we unlocked him, and it's just like instant laughter the moment he talks because he is fucking hilarious, <laughs> man. Yeah, like, Is he the
1: one who... When he's he the get, redneck is he too, the one who well, when he gets down okay. he goes oh i got hit in my money maker it's not really yeah. hard to it's really not hard to miss though yeah.
2: <laughs> or he'll like be I on a zip on line and it will be like he'll be on a zip line and be like uh i like i like it when the wind blows through my Christ. or when he um he'll, he'll say stuff about like um his mom teaching him he'll be like i was homeschooled and i got an a in guns and you're like that is so perfectly redneck it's american and, I come from a, a redneck area, so like I'm not yeah. dissing on it at all Same. I, you know, as somebody who hunted all their life. So I, I get it. And obviously it's blown out of proportion, but that's what's funny about it. I mm. think the Nixon, the fucking eagle, when I Same. first got Clutch Nixon's mission and I hit yeah. start and that eagle and the fucking flag comes yeah. up, I was like, Awesome. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. there, there are moments it's like so that. so American. Yeah. <laughs> well, because that's the thing with this game. Some people have an issue with that. It's like you'll have the Clutch Nixon mission, then you'll have a real serious moment from, from one of the seeds, and then you'll meet Herc, and you'll be like, what does this game want to be? But I, if you just kind of sit people. back and let the game just hit you with what it's got and say, all right, I'm 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 willing, I'm receptive, just go, you know, it, that's when I think the game... Kind of what I did. Yeah, exactly. It's It's, I think, when the game can really excel you know it's 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 a really good time it's a very what about very uh time. did you
2: guys like uh cars better than helicopters better than planes which ones did you like best
1: um
3: i thought helicopters i died too easily and helicopters they went mm. to, they go down really easily but they do. planes are balanced well uh i like planes more than
1: ca- uh cars and helicopters I have a gotcha. cool answer. I unlocked the skill where you can airdrop anywhere you fast travel. So I took my wingsuit That's pretty cool. much everywhere. <laughs> gotcha. And that was fun. I mean, first just, time like, I ever used. Okay. Oh, no, I was just going to say there was like a cool mission where you climb up to the tallest mountain in the game and you, you wingsuit your way down to the guy who gave you the quest. And, and like, they don't tell you to do that, but because you can just fast travel right next to him. But I was like, I'm fucking flying down to him. It was really <laughs> cool. So that was yeah. the mission
2: that I was actually going to mention where I killed myself, leapt off and the game didn't give me the prompt for what button to hit. Uh, My guy's just, come on. I was like, what the fuck happened? Uh, I think the wingsuit's a blast. It's pretty positive in its uh, horizontal versus vertical drop. It's a little like a flying chipmunk with some rocket boosters, but it is a blast to use. And uh... for me, I love the AI when you get, like, ai going nuts like you'll have a four person car or whatever and you'll get all and they're fucking shooting out windows <laughs> and you're just like you have you really yeah. don't even know what's going on that's when it's at its most enjoyable for
1: mm-hmm. sure. i love um, some of the crazy vehicles like the the bulldozer that just munches things up uh one of the first uh, vehicles you unlock if you go into john's region yeah the Widowmaker. maker you know it's a big yeah. truck with turrets on it and you can just mow anything down in your path uh, and the game's not hesitant to reward you with those cool tools. I was like, oh, this is a nice piece for a mission, and they're like, you unlocked it afterwards. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm taking this thing out for a ride. I'm going to blow yeah. shit up. So um, know, they do a good job with that stuff.
3: There's a car that you can buy that's just generic. You don't get it from Quest or anything. It's called the um, the Bootlegger. Mm-hmm. It ha- it's, oh. can- has cannons on top of it just like the Widowmaker. Um, mm-hmm. It's a muscle car. and. I that one. It's so fun to use because uh, there's a quest that you get, um, just a random side quest, uh, that, to just passively destroy any, uh, all the drug trucks oh, yes. and stuff yes, in yes. a face region. And I just went around destroying drug trucks, and that was so fun. Like, mm-hmm. I loved the bootlegger. And, yeah, the vehicles are amazing.
1: See, for me, what I'd do is I'd, like, track them down and post up <clears throat> in, like, a... In a bush and like throw proximity Ambush explosives him. and just watch yeah. him just roll by and boom he's over. It's, that was the yeah, most the fun
2: C, I had with it. The C four, oh, the fucking, is probably my favorite weapon in that game. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, matter of fact, a lot of people explosives. who play with me will be all, dude, don't use that all the time. And I'm like, fuck it, all the time. Yeah, it is <laughs> so fun because it's easier to understand where it's going to go than the grenades, which mm, have a tendency yeah, to do the far cry those... thing where they yeah, bounce. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, when you guys were playing it, I don't know about you, but when it comes to vehicles, the one thing helicopters—they definitely were made of paper mache. That was weird. Yeah. But um, the the trucks, the cars, the NPCs never ever should be allowed to drive. Like I've never in my life witnessed such bad. I don't even know why they called it auto drive. When you hit auto drive, it's fine. If you're in the passenger or in the driver's seat and hit auto drive, I've never seen him wreck. But if you switch places with AI and you fucking hit auto drive, if it's anything other than the basic car, so if it's a sports car, yeah. if it's the one you can get from the Ubisoft store just for owning the game, the orange one, they fucking just donuts. They can't control it. They'll crash. And it, it, that to me was, well, it was fun, but it was also in, infuriating over, over yeah. time. But, yeah. Yeah. Very very enjoyable uh, smaller vehicles. Also, I love the fact that when you shoot them, they always politely exit the vehicle when you kill them. So yeah. if you do a headshot, a guy in the car will go bang. Yeah,
1: it's like the, it's like the audio card, Before I died, t- yeah, all right, yeah. I'm yeah. Out. You,
2: yeah, exactly <laughs> like the MP3 player. It's like, oh my god, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, it was so it, it, obviously it's to open it for you, right? <laughs> to make it so you can jump in. But it is funny because it doesn't matter what they're in. Even in the like airplanes, you'll shoot them and they just politely open the door, leap out, and then die in the air. <laughs> I love. Like, the, all right.
1: I love the moment when I, I had just Black in my squad. The second I unlocked her, I put her in because it was just a <laughs> bow and arrow using chick, and I was like, "Fuck yes!" Um, you know, remind me so much of Tomb Raider, so I was all about that. And I tell her to take out some pilot in a helicopter. Like, you know, you can you can free your friends or or You can tell them to target certain people. I was like, you got a bow and arrow, but... And I was having a lazy moment. I was, I was like, I don't feel like aiming and trying to hit him for a headshot. Yeah. So I'm like, Jess, fuck it. You got a bow and arrow. She takes out an explosive arrow, pulls it back, shoots yeah. it, goes right through the glass, hits the the pilot. I you just killed. see a fire explosion, and you just see him roll out of the, the, the helicopter, and it blows up <laughs> in midair somehow. And I'm like, fuck, that was awesome. Yeah.
3: I almost forgot about this, and I don't even know how, but I actually killed somebody like strafing me with a bow like in just shot them right in the head and i'm like like i just i didn't expect it to happen i was just you know it was like actually all i had i remember i ran out of ammo Mm. and the bow is the only thing i had and uh
2: he just did you guys see that you get the perk to make your (laughs) items stick to things and so they'll stick to animals They'll stick to people. And you can do some <laughs> crazy shit. And it, like you can I mean, you could technically stick it to somebody, then get in a car if they're a good guy. They'll get in another car, follow you. You can take them to like a place where there's a barricade, go through the barricade, but then blow them up. I mean, you can do insane stuff. That's like I said, when the game I think is is absolutely rock solid. It's it's when it stops you from doing those things. Also, best music in a game in a long time. Yeah, fucking time.
1: Yeah, oh, I, I agree. Soundtrack. I was very yeah. surprised by that. I did not expect that one single bit because I even my review. I was like, it kind of reminded me of Fallout. Like when a song came on, I was like, this fits so well.
2: Mm-hmm. It was Justified. If you've ever seen exactly. the TV show Justified, it sounded just like the music from that, and I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. And it, like even like family members will come in whistling it because it's been playing so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just I, it's fucking good music, man. It's yeah. really, really well done.
1: Even the little guitar that plays when you when you bring up like the perk menu or whatever. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. always liked that. It, it was like something that I could just yeah. whistle to. Um, does anyone else always use Grace Armstrong in their party?
2: Not anymore because she's bugged she and so her Herc and her will will get in a loop of ver- like verbal discussion about the army, and they um, won't ever stop. So I had to oh. finally get rid of her, but I like her. I liked her a lot. Her, she was her so gunnery. good.
1: Yeah, she was like, because for for every character once you hit, I think it's thirty kills with them, or ten maybe, you they unlock the ability to get that perk for them. And mm-hmm. I remember with with like Boomer, you know, it took a decent amount of time. You got to tell the dog when to attack and and get the kill. But with her, it was I, I threw her in my party. We got into one firefight, and it was like you have now unlocked a new perk. And I was like, fuck yeah. yes. Wow, That's awesome! You know, it, yeah, I loved her so much.
2: Cheeseburger was awesome. Did you like the bear?
1: I never had a chance to unlock him. I went to the the place. Oh. to I won't spoil where, but I went to the place to get him, and he wasn't there. And they say he's got to be somewhere around there. And I was like, do I look yeah. for him?
2: Yeah, he's in a creek nearby.
1: Okay, I just have to yeah. go find him. I I want to fire the game back up. In fact, tonight I might, or tomorrow at some point I might, because I, I'm very much. Like itching to play that game again. Yeah, that, That's kind of been my thing, though. Is like this year, I guess this will kind of take the conversation off track. This year in particular, I haven't had that game that's kind of grabbed me, held on, made me want to keep playing no matter what. Uh, you know, it just hasn't happened this year. You know, Monster yeah. Hunter World, kind of, um, but by the time, you know, because I took a trip to Canada in between playing that game and when I came back and Started chipping through it. I was once it came to the end, I was ready to beat it and move on. Where I haven't had that game like a a near or a persona where I was like, Oh man, like I need to play this again asap. Or you know, just I love this game so much, I I can't believe it's coming to an end. Now, I haven't had that this year, Um, and that's kind of what I've been looking for. Where once I once I beat Far Cry, I played most of the side content, Um, and except for that one mission with Cheeseburger, um, I had unlocked every friend for hire. And I leveled up my character quite a bit, where I was like, "All right, it's time to move on." But uh, you know, this discussion made me want to go play it again. But also, yeah. I've I just like I said, I I'm haven't sorry. had that game. I don't know if you guys have had that yet, where I've just been like, kind of feeling eh, about this year so far.
3: Um, I haven't had a game except for Far Cry Five. Like, I still want to go back and play that mm. really badly. Like, nice. uh,
1: that's good.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, Eric, what about but you? I don't,
2: I mean, there's been there's been some really good games, but like nothing is like you said, nothing's really grabbed me. This um, Vermintide had some insane co op moments, like stupidly fun, mm-hmm. and I like that it's four player. I'm a big fan of four player. I, I'm not a fan of Far Cry f- uh, Five's two player co op at all versus four. I would I, I think four would be a blast. So I think Vermintide I liked more because I had more people involved. It was more, you know, you could be like, hey, everybody, jump in. And, and that was fun, but it really didn't, I don't know what the term would be, but it didn't grab me like games maybe Prey did last year, or yeah. rabbits yet. I mean, we're only in the third month, so it's Absolutely. not too crazy. But you know, I, yeah, I, I had the it def-
1: same thing, though. I was like, yeah, there's been good games, but it's like the games I had certain expectations for, and I wouldn't even say it's my own expectations, but like Dragon Ball Fighters, Fun game, but I've always stood by the fact that I think that mechanically, in some ways, it's flawed. Um, I hate its lobby system so much. I think it's such a weird, silly decision. Um, you know, I, I think, but as a fighter, I just think it's missing certain things that fighters, especially if it's speed need to have. Um, I mean, even though I've, I put a crazy amount of hours into it, it's not like it's, uh, a blast every time, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and so that's like what I've been looking for is a game that really grabs and does not let go. Um, so it's it's kind of made this year interesting because last year we were I felt pretty spoiled uh, at least for me yeah. I I knew for a fact I was gonna have three games that I was going to probably have a high chance of loving. I mean Persona, Danganronpa, and and Near. Once Carrick told me about Near, I was like fuck. I like I love the first year and hearing that this one's good. Like I'm probably gonna love it. I ended up making it one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. This year though, it's a little bit. You know, we're about to hit April and it's like, yeah, I've had a lot of fun ass times playing games, but I haven't had like yeah. that. Like I remember. Okay, I'm, I'm rambling, but I remember. You know, last year it was January. I beat Resident Evil Seven. I'm like, that's in my game of the year list. I fucking love that game. That's yeah. undoubtedly gonna yeah. be in my game of the year list. Like I knew instantly where. I haven't had that yet. I haven't had that game that I'm like, yeah, it's a top five, for sure. Yeah.
2: Um, one of the things that I, I don't know if you guys agree, but one of the things I just I'm doing a video on right now is the fact that because of technology and the way it's going and and the way it's gone for a while, are we at a point where a couple g- genre defining titles have defined it in such a way that it's hard it's hard for anything coming afterwards, and the and that maybe this year is that year because if you look at like. GTA 5. GTA 5 is a product of a ton of failure and a ton of luck and a ton of randomness. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily um, just that it's awesome. It's that people had a longer period of time to make little minuscule stuff, things, you know, and it wasn't perfect when it released. Witcher 3. Witcher 3 is amazing. But if I hear another person tell me, well, it's not Witcher 3. And I'm like, well, then are we, are, are we done? Are we going to stop at Witcher? Are we never going to play another game even if it's not as perfect as Witcher 3? Because that doesn't make any sense at all. And I'm worried that we're getting to a point to where this technology sort of allowed for these big games near... Maybe not technology with near, but where a lot of these big, amazing titles came out. And then this year is sort of... It sounds weird, but it's like you're, you're chasing the high. And the high will probably take a while for you to forget what it was like. And so like last year was the high year. It's not as, great. it's good but it's not as good as near. I mean, Resident Evil started out last year and it was a VR game that was fantastic and it was a normal game that was fantastic and that was at the start. I think that was January. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, it hit, I mean the fucking gaming hit the ground rolling last year. So I also think we're getting services games and we're getting a lot of bugs where last year we had some bugs but look at Kingdom Come Deliverance. I mean, holy sh- Shit, that game's buggy. Yeah. So, and good, by the way. Yeah. So, like, it, that's the problem is I think that the high is harder to come by. Yeah. It's harder to look this year.
1: One thing I've noticed, and, and a commenter said it on, was it my Far Cry review or was it my Kingdom Come review? He's like, it feels like with all these games they do a lot of good things, but there's that one glaring issue okay. with every game recently. And it's not like we're chasing perfection here. We know no game no. is perfect. But mm-hmm. it's like, we'll look at Kingdom Come. Wow, this successfully blends realism and fun, but holy shit, is it fucking buggy. Um, Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh my gosh, this looks like the show. This is explosive action, and some of my favorite characters to ever see a screen in general. But I personally believe, like, okay, this game needs a combo breaker. Um, having your first DLC character, Broly, be added, and he's covered in super armor like Android 16, which is one of the most busted characters in the game. Not a smart design choice in the slightest. So like I, I look at it like that. It's like that's its big glaring flaws. It's design wise, yeah. and, and that's been my thing with this year. Is like I think it's going to be one of the better years for gaming because we got games like Metro, Spider Man, Red Dead. I mean, it is it's packed with this, you know, this fall. But right now, it's just been a lot of what I wish I had his name or her name, you know, because it was a really good comment just saying like, why is it always like one just big flaw? sticks out you know, so much. I
2: don't know about you guys, but I also feel that Fallout or or Far Cry five's huge flaw is its microtransactions. Mm. Man, I do not like how those are presented. Like there if you want to present it separate, like Origins, where it's in a its own loot box over on the right and you know, at every merchant. Intrusive, yeah. That that's fine. But every time I went anywhere, it was like green money, red money. Green money, red money. Green money, red yeah. money. And yeah, the
1: silver bars and then the cash. I'm,
2: Exactly, and I'm a little. And you do get some cash for outposts, but I've done all. I've done 100 on all the outposts, and it's not enough to buy every item in the game. It's yeah, not it even close. Enough to make like a, a shirt's market. like fifty fucking silver bars, yeah. and that's more than you usually get from a single outpost. So which is purposely, which is of course, yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course. Or did you notice the price on the guns? It was like two thousand, two thousand, seven thousand. You're all yeah. Yeah. Bitch. Like, bitches. Uh, what are no. you doing?
0: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, I think
2: microtransactions is what a lot of games this year we'll probably have where people are like, I like this game, but where that hits a lot of people. Because I think to a lot of folks, microtransactions might be fine if they're to the side, but when they're, when they're right in front of your... And I'm, I'm not speaking for everybody that can comment, but I'm just saying, I think for a lot of people, that's okay. It's when they're just right fucking there. Inside From the content. very moment, it's the very first time you open the store, and you're just yeah. like, damn. You know, that was and and I honestly, kudos to Origins. Origins I think handled it much better.
1: I agree. I did too. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't like feel the fact Far Cry that... 5 was in our face though, personally. That's just my opinion. I never really like felt oh man, this is getting in the way.
3: I didn't find it annoyingly in my face, but I do understand what you mean, Carrick. Um, but I always uh I like the fact that it, nothing was locked behind silver bars, yeah. you could still earn money and not in an a ridiculous amount of money like you know,
1: but it's.
2: How'd you guys end up earning your cash? Would you, was there anything? Hunting. Did you guys just hunt? Hunting and yeah. fishing.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say hunt, fish, sell stuff, side and then side, yep, side missions. I never had an issue affording what I wanted though, because maybe because I had a more slim down taste. But I was like, oh man, an MP forty. I'm gonna use that a ton, and I like, I kept that for most yeah. of the game. Used I the kept ACR most of the with the um, or ARC, I think it's called with. Um, yeah. The American flag on it for most of the yeah, game. Yeah, me too. I, was like, I love yeah, that yeah, guy. This is awesome, America. Kind of a, yeah, it's it's Far Cry. Got to always have a sniper on you and uh, bow and arrow at some points. Like I, I kind of used a very yeah. I used pretty selection. much the same amount of weapons. Yeah, but, uh, I upgraded my snipers because more variety in there. But yeah, and that was our final topic. That'll conclude episode 150 of the Ham Radio Podcast. That was a good one, as per usual, Jaden. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us here. I mean, this is an excellent time. Yeah, it was a one blast. Of our, our longer show. Yeah, thanks, guys. Watching. Hey, of course. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug before we wrap this up?
3: Uh, Twitch, uh, cheesy crust with the K, and uh, so is my Twitter.
1: Awesome. So be sure to. follow <laughs> him
3: Christ. on both of the okay. <laughs> You
2: sound like a character in Far Cry. It's just on me. Yeah. Cheesy yeah. crust. Yeah. This with is cheesy with crust. A buckskin rubber. That's Where are be, you? I think that's going to no. be the hashtag.
1: Cheesy Crust with a K. Let's do
2: it. Let's do it. Yeah. Cheesy crust. <laughs> okay. with a K. Let's do it. Hashtag. That Hashtag
1: works. Cheesy Crust with a K if you got to this point in the show. Jayden, thank you so much for joining us. Carrick, any for last sure. words?
2: No, man. Just everybody. uh hope you're enjoying whatever you're playing this weekend. There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff. I think it's a holiday weekend, right? It is. It is. Most. So we hope so, everyone who's listening, because this be will be safe. going
1: up on Easter Sunday. So for those celebrating, <laughs> hope you have a, a nice Easter. For those not celebrating, hope you have a happy, safe day. And we will catch you guys in next week's AM radio podcast. Peace out. Peace out. you guys.
0: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you.